it's me, Coralie, and welcome to my podcast, Coralie's Anxieties. This is, um, this is a topic I don't know, <coughs> I've thought about making in the past, and I kind of feel like I'm going to play some music in the background, so bear with me with that. Turn it down. That's okay. So I'm actually playing music through Epidemic Sound, and it's this. I'm not sponsored by it, Epidemic Sound, but I kind of feel like this needs some music just to create a mood. So these are staff picks from Epidemic Sound. What's wrong with um, Matt Walsh, Jordan Peterson? <laughs> these. Um, these gentlemen actually scare me. <laughs> this hate that they're preaching against the trans community by their personal opinions are some of the things that these two men say wrong? No. No, they're absolutely correct about many things. It's the way they present it to their viewing audience. And in many ways, they're bringing out the crazies. People that maybe have a religious connotation against something or people that just want to hate anything that isn't white and right. And I hate to say it that way because that seems to be the group that's the biggest advocate of what they're promoting. When you create hate and hurt like that, you marginalize an entire community. Right now, it's a trans community they're going after. In a way that is actually going to find more trans people attacked, whether it's verbally or physically, murdered. There's a day, the Trans Day of Remembrance. And it's there for the trans community and allies and supporters to remember those trans people that were murdered out of pure hate. And this is what's happening. Even though Mr. Peterson and Mr. Walsh are fundamentally talking about an ideology and their own personal belief system, which is fine. I have no problem with that. That's what makes free speech. The problem is, is that they're creating hate. And they're invoking this, what is the word? That hate. They're, they're getting people to become hateful of a community that they don't understand or why people are that way. Instead of looking at it from a, a psychology, psych psychological point of view, the way they're spewing the information towards the trans community, which may not be wrong in their view, there are people that are latching onto that that are creating so much hate and hurt towards other human beings. We're going to see violence rise. Sorry, I had to cough. I take a medication called Ramapril. It causes, it causes you to cough. I hate it. It's something I have to talk to my doctor about and get off it. 
In a day and an age when we should be living in harmony with so many marginalized groups, so many ethnic differences. Here we go again, creating hate. You see, if you watch the US media, you see how these right-wing Republicans are literally trying to take the rights away from anything that isn't white, that doesn't fit the Christian ideologies. So going after the trans community is one small community. There's 1% of the population identifies as trans. It might be, maybe it's even as high as 2%. Those numbers are kind of speculative based on how many more people are identifying as trans. Why are more people identifying as trans? I mean, that could be, I mean, that's speculative again. It could be that more people don't feel fearful of being trans. Are we dealing with something else that's happening? And these are all good questions that Mr. Peterson and Mr. Walsh do bring up, but they're not taking that information into the right context or the right direction. Instead of saying it's wrong, what is a woman? That, that presents a question that can be so hurtful for so many. Now I've myself have had experiences, even my own family, of hate towards trans people. I've seen people in the salon more now than I've ever experienced in my years in the hair industry of people getting up, finding reasons why you can't cut their hair or do their service because the perception you might be trans. And that's the part that's really alarming. What does it matter? You're, you're coming to get your hair done. But that discrimination has gone so far because of this topic. It, <laughs> I can't even explain that feeling. And you're actually subjecting a marginalized community to more disrespect, more discrimination, more hurt. Instead of trying to take the information that they're trying to convey and ask the question, why are we experiencing this? Why are we seeing more trans people, more, more young people identifying as trans? That's the question. And what is we, what are we doing correctly or incorrectly in society, especially for those children that maybe aren't really trans, but they're confused. You, you, you want to put a set of ideologies and the way I see this is that their ideology that they're trying to portray is actually an ideology of hate. Look at Mr. Trump. He wants to eradicate people that have different gender expressions than what perceivably the white Christian movement wants. And I'm not picking on whites and I'm not picking on Christians. There's many good Christians and there's many good whites. But they seem to be using this as the driving force. And you see it within the Republican Party. It doesn't mean that other ethnic groups aren't being discriminatory towards people that feel their gender different. The problem is, is when people start becoming persecuted in social media, persecuted verbally in public, physically harmed or murdered because of a different set of ideologies, we're not progressing forward as a community. We're actually moving backwards into the Stone Age in many ways. Women are attacked 
if they're perceived of being trans and they're biological female, that hasn't moved things in the right direction. What about men that are attacked for being perceived as trans and they're biological men? They're just very feminine. So the question is, why are we seeing more? And how do we move forward with it versus creating hate towards a community that most people don't understand and have no context? As long as Mr. Peterson and Mr. Walsh continue to speak their words and it's free speech and they're allowed to do that, we're going to see violence rise and people will be misgendered in violence, whether it's physical, emotional, verbal, on social media because people might perceive them as being something they're not which is wrong I do think that as long as these people continue to spew this speech at some point they may have to be indicted as an accessory for a crime committed based on their views because the, the, the power that Mr. Peterson has as a clinical psychologist isn't to promote hate, which is what's being taken from his words, that is to promote the question, where do we move forward with this? Why is this happening? How do we adapt, overcome, and make this better? Make it better for people that are trans. What about the people that have transitioned already and now are living in fear? Because of this conversation. Because the conversation could have been opened up in a very positive light. Not to promote the trans community, but not to negate the trans community. But as a human, why are we seeing this? And that's not happening. Watching some of the videos from Matt Walsh, seeing some of the videos from Mr. Peterson, and quite a few, we're going the wrong direction here, folks. And if you squash the trans rights, put them back in closets, make them hide and live in fear for fear of being attacked, we're going back to Stonewall. You don't have to agree with the gay community at all. It's fine. Personally, I would rather leave my children with somebody that's part of the gay community than in, in, a, in, a, in a church congregation. Because the gay community is not going to push their rights and their agenda on that child as where the religious sect may. And that, that's wrong. There's no one religion. The ideology that this one, say let's say Christian, is the only religion that's right. And from my perception as I'm seeing, they're using that as a tool. When the reality of it is there's many religions and many different views, just like there's many different languages, many different ethnicities throughout the world. But we're creating hate and separation and division. And sometimes I think Mr. Walsh is actually part of that agenda and he's an actor to create that movement to go backwards. I had a friend say, I feel like we're living in The Handmaiden's Tale. For those of you that have watched it, The Handmaiden's Tale, I've watched most of it, but it does feel like that. And as long as we continue down that path of hate towards one community, pretty soon that's going to broaden. There are Republicans right now in the U.S. trying to take the rights away from different ethnic groups where they will literally not be allowed to own homes or exist in those states. 
My fear here in Canada is that we start to trend that way because Canada seems to trend with some of the views of the Americans. So with Mr. Peterson and Mr. Walsh, this agenda and spewing hate, like I joke around that Mr. Walsh must have been turned down by a trans woman, so now he's hateful of trans people. We're also seeing <laughs> politicians in the United States caught as being dressed in drag, even though they're promoting hate against a community. So where do we set the boundaries? Where do we stop free speech or hateful speech? Free speech is important for all free living citizens of a free country. And there's many countries that don't have that, where you're not allowed to be free to speak. So as far as Mr. Peterson and Mr. Walsh talk, they're, they're allowed to talk in free speech. Give them that. But when the speech that they're bringing out is creating hate, it's actually an instrument of violence. I don't know where this goes. I'm, I'm so... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know where this goes. I'm fearful of the gender community, and I will call it the gender community because there's so many people that identify in different ways. There's biological females that dress very tomboy. That's okay. Well, you could perceive that as being trans. What happens if they get attacked? That's not okay, but it's okay to attack a trans person. Whether, like I said, whether it's physical or verbal or through social media. To, to come into a salon setting to get your hair done, it's okay to say, I don't want you to cut my hair, I don't feel comfortable. And that could be to any stylist, just because I don't like you. But when you see it start happening towards a marginalized community because of the speech that these men are preaching, it makes you wonder where we are going in society. I don't know what the answer is, I felt it's something we should touch on. Trans people have been around through history. The indigenous people refer to trans or gay people as two-spirited. They've been around for a long time. There is, um, and I don't remember his name, and it would probably take me too long to look it up to actually tell you his name. He's Canadian. He's gay. He's native. He talks about, he goes around to different indigenous communities and talks about two-spirited way of life before the Catholic Church started to remove that and make it bad to be two-spirited. And here again, we have a religious connotation that literally imposed, and this is just one thing they imposed against indigenous people in North America. It you could open that conversation up for you could call you that you could talk about that for 100 years the damage that was done with residential schools and unfortunately it was the catholic church that was involved in that but let's just talk about the two-spirited side of things two-spirited people in the indigenous community in north america were really revered they could go hunting with the men they could work with the women they were respected you don't have to agree with two men sleeping together or two women sleeping together. But at least try to respect their space because they are also are human beings. So he's trying to promote this and explain some of the old ways of teachings within the indigenous community to move their communities forward. 
So there again, there's something that's gone back in history a long time to show that two-spirited people were there hundreds of years ago or even farther back. Now we've progressed from 1969, from Stonewall, to the LGBTQ community movement of being prideful in oneself for how you identify. And we're seeing that dismantled by these two spokespersons. I don't think Mr. Peterson's a spokesperson for any one sect. I think he's just being a clinical psychologist with his own view based on his Christian background. Mr. Walsh, on the other hand, I think is actually part of a bigger agenda and he's an actor in this place to create this hate, to bring the crazies out. I could be wrong on that, but that just from what I've seen in his video and the way he's speaking and the way you've seen people like Mr. Trump speak and some of these other politicians in the United States. Once they wipe out trans people and put them back in hiding, they're going to attack another group until it's white Christian in North America. And it will be the handmaiden's tale. If you think that's wrong, you need to pay attention because that's exactly the ideologies that show shows where the white man has complete power over everything and can have at will whatever he wants, including women. Is that where we're moving? Is that the agenda? I mean, there's a lot of things that have changed in the world over the last five years. My personal belief that the pandemic was exactly that, planned. And the farther we get away from lockdown, the more you can see how society has changed since then. And it seems to be, let's lock them down. We can impose these ideologies and it just gets worse. And I think you're going to see it get worse. Right now, it's the trans community being picked on. This is going to get a lot worse. So if we don't stand up for freedom for everyone, regardless to whether you agree with their choices and live in harmony, we will all be living in the handmaiden's tale. That's my personal belief. I don't know how you feel about it. That's what I think. That's how I feel about it. But we should be living in a time of understanding and love. You don't have to agree with people. That's part of being in a free society. But you shouldn't put hate on somebody for being different than what you perceive to be the normal. Because there is no normal. The only normal you have is the normal you live in. That's your normal. That's not everybody else's normal. And subjecting people to that is actually bad. And then people with smaller ability to understand or open up their mind to the ideologies that there's many different thoughts globally. It's not just this one narrative. I don't know where this goes, but I feel for the trans community and I feel for people that are going to be hurt in the next few years as we try to come through all of this. There's many trans activists that are trying to promote safe spaces for themselves. I think they need more allies. Too many people in the gay community are hurt by their own family. They lose friends when they come out. They lose family when they come out. 
I don't know why family thinks it's okay to persecute their own, but it's shameful. Personally, I've experienced it myself. It doesn't make you feel very good. Yet you're supposed to be accepting of their view when they're pushing their negativity onto you? I don't know. But I think Mr. Peterson and Mr. Walsh, I don't believe in cult cancel culture, but I do believe down the road they will be less impactful as more people say we're done with your crazy viewpoint because we've seen people personally be hurt or murdered because of your powerful words. Because the crazy will congeal to anything that they think makes them have power over the rest. So this is my thought on the trans discussion and debate. Instead of taking it in a negative direction, they should take it into a positive direction and help people. Because right now they're actually not helping anybody. Peace, love. Namaste.